Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another installment of Radio Vision. This is Radio Vision Episode 8, our coverage of Batman the Animated Series. I am the knight, John Swansong Parker, and sitting across from me in the back computer is my good friend and Home Alone hater, Mr. Zachary Rotello. Zach, how's it going? I keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> Every pod for the rest of our life. Um, so Radio Vision is a spinoff show from our normal nerdy public radio, Radiovania. Uh, if you are listening to this, you probably found it in the Radiovania feed. If you like the show, you can definitely check out more episodes of Radio Vision, our TV watch long. You could also check out all the Radiovania content, of which there has been many lately, actually. We've been pretty good to our word with getting stuff out there. So there's probably a, a big old hiatus coming, but, you know, you never know. Or we just keep the content rolling. Zach. Keep it rolling. What's been your favorite thing that we've done recently? Oh, gosh. So much content that we've done recently. We've loaded up. We just talked about the DC Universe for a while. Our Christmas movie draft, which uh, John's referencing there in the opening titles, uh, you won't be able to hear that yet, but it's coming soon. And, boys, it's coming spicy. Soon. It's spicy. It's, there's some, there's some hotter takes than the chimneys <laughs> that Santa has to slide down. Yeah. Yeah, Santa's going to be sliding down my chimney right into a boiling cauldron of fucking hot takes. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, it wasn't that hot. You guys both disagreed with me, so. You're also both dead to me. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, if you like the show uh, and you want to see more, um, if you found your way here and you need you need a little bit of help getting to other places, you can head to Radiovania.com. You could also go to YouTube. You could search for Radiovania. That'll take you to links to some of our videos few of us part three coming in 2033 mm. uh, you can send mm. comments and concerns to radiovision show at gmail.com send us those likes send us those dislikes on the radiovania show on insta as well as radiovania on twitter as we uh with <laughs> as we tweet about the crazy dc universe news that have been unfolding zach mm. we're back at it batman the animated series last time we were together we talked about um, three very interesting and kind of out of left field episodes. No, nah, I'm just kidding. We talked about some classics. Heart of Ice and Cat in the Claw Part 1 and Part 2. Cat in the Claw Part 1 and Part 2 also features our Kevin Conroy in memoriam. So this is our first episode that we've actually recorded yeah. after finding out those news. Um, RIP to a legend. If you want to hear more about what we feel about his legacy, you can definitely go check out that episode and listen to me cry. Like a little boy. <laughs> I like that that's your selling point. You're like, if you want to listen to a grown man cry, go take a listen to that fucking podcast. I feel like it, I feel like if there's like, um, you know, in like Bermuda or something, there's like a, there's a big little there's a big Radiovania contingent of fans. And they're all just like, yo, Swan Song cried the other night. You listen. And they're like, oh, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. They're all sitting around. It's like uh, it's like the Red Wedding. They they all get together around the water cooler the next day, and they were like, "Man, our guy, like, he's down bad." They yeah. all they all hug each other, and it's like, uh, you know, that's a that's a seminal moment. That's a seminal moment in our history. I think you gave the most powerful eulogy that I've ever heard. So thank you. I guarantee you're gonna say half of that at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you keep these home alone takes up. Yeah, it's like at your funeral. <laughs> you have a you had a ten a ten minute long eulogy for for Kevin Conroy, but when I die, you're gonna get up on stage and be like, he was all right, <laughs> and then you like yeah. toss toss a fucking coin on my fucking corpse or whatever. I mean, if if the hot takes keep coming, I won't be able to be at your funeral because I'll be the one that put you in the coffin. So <laughs> I'll be in jail. I'm just kidding. I'll I'm be kidding. in jail. 
Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't get caught. Um, <laughs> so this week, we're talking about some more Batman the Animated Series episodes. The three that we have on the docket, if you need to go watch them still, are See No Evil, Beware the Grey Ghost, and Prophecy of Doom. Very spooky. Really interesting, like... Kind of not not horror necessarily, but like definitely like some some smoke and mirrors type episodes. You know what I mean? Over the over these three that we're going to sure. talk about. Uh, let's yeah. Know. These are these are three interesting episodes for us to do right after Cat in the Claw. So I'm curious to know your opinions on these as a Batman the Animated Series fan. But yeah, sure. I'm curious to talk about them. Uh, well, let's let's not belabor the point any longer. Let's start with our first episode, which is See No Evil for the evening. This is written by Martin Pasco and directed by Dan Ribba. See No Evil's title card is kind of spooky. Kind of looks. I like, like it. Um, it kind of looks like The Exorcist almost, or like yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's like big font over like a spooky moonlit beam of light. So I love this title card. Like uh, I know that this might not rank like super high consensus wise, but like the font choice is really awesome i love that gra- yeah. that style of font like this like and, and the outline too so you can see what's happening like be- beyond it honestly reminds me this is going to be a not an obscure reference because it's like one of the most popular shows ever but it reminds me of in stranger things when the episode title cards that's what i was thinking of I yeah they, when they yeah. when they fade from the thing and you can see what's happening as they zoom into the camera that's what yeah. i got this. yeah 100 batman thinks very nice um <laughs> bad things <laughs> well i'm gonna dive into our less than two minute plot synopsis zach if you don't have any other thoughts on the title card i agree i think it's great dive on in baby all right a young girl kimmy is woken in the middle of the night by an invisible force that is holding up her stuffed animal and speaking to her as if it is alive the force gives her a new locket and tells her that soon he will be able to get her a pearl necklace that she's always wanted but the invisible man is informed that he better do it soon because kimmy and her mom are moving the voice is very upset and leaves out the window before the mom comes in to see who Kimmy was talking to. At a jewelry convention, <laughs> a man strolls in. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and a man strolls in, goes to the bathroom, and puts on an invisibility suit. He then proceeds to steal watches, jewelry, and cops' guns. One of the people who is robbed happens to be Bruce Wayne, though, and quickly Batman is on the scene in pursuit of the thief. They fight in a room that has extremely high ceilings somehow, and Batman is unable to locate the source of the thief because of the echo, and he gets his ass handed to him as the thief escapes. Hmm. The next day, we see that the thief is confronting his ex-wife about the moving. She tells him to leave her and Kimmy alone, declaring, I wish you would just disappear. Aw, isn't that ironic? Bruce Wayne visits Lucius Fox at Wayne Tech, our first Lucius Fox appearance, hey. uh, to check up on invisible fabric that they were developing. Fox says that the scientist in charge has recently passed away, but that his assistant still works on it. Batman goes to confront the assistant and finds out that the invisibility plastic was manufactured and a large quantity is being prepped for disposal. The assistant shows Batman that the plastic combined with electrical current makes it invisible, but at the cost of being toxic. Only one other person would know about the plastic, another assistant named Lloyd Ventrix. Batman confronts Mr. Ventress about where her ex might be. However, Lloyd takes Kimmy out of the window. Lloyd takes Kimmy then to a drive-thru for their escape, or a drive-in, I should say, sorry, <laughs> not to McDonald's, and reveals that, <laughs> that he is her father. Shocker, I know. Uh, she struggles to get away from him, and Batman comes in to save her from being kidnapped. Lloyd makes the whole car vanish and attempts to run Batman over. 
Batman hangs on for dear life as the car races through the streets, pleading with Ventress that the suit is toxic. On a rooftop showdown, Bat punctures water a water tower so that he can see Lloyd, and he quotes Peekaboo as he knocks him out. He captures Lloyd and sends him back to prison. That night, Kimberly talks to Batman outside her window about how her and her mom are feeling much safer now. That's your synopsis for See No Evil. Zach, mm. what were your thoughts on the episode? It's a, you know, I didn't think that within this Batman, the animated series rewatch that we're doing that we would see the uh, the the original, the invisible man, uh, (laughs) the funny that you bring that up because the voice of Kimmy, the girl is played by none other than Elizabeth Moss, who stars in the 2020 invisible man. No shit. Isn't that weird? That's weird. <laughs> that is really, really weird. Are you yeah. serious? How old was she when she did this? I mean, young. She was born in 1982. So 1993, she would have been like 10 or so, 10 or 11. You know, definitely Holy down acting. Shit. But. Why did not? Why did more people not make this connection when that fucking movie was coming out? Because not everybody's watched all of Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious because it is like literally beat for beat the same premise. Like, yeah, uh, Jason Blum literally stole the idea from this show and the actor. So, <laughs> shout out to Blumhouse. Yeah, no, no, this is definitely like the premise of the more recent Invisible Man movie is that it's a technologically yeah. enhanced Invisible Man as opposed to like a guy who drinks a potion. Um, this is just one of those Batman episodes for me that is like. I'm just here for the animation. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, it's cool to see the effect of the invisibility plastic working. I love when things are invisible and people like throw stuff on it so they can find it. That's like, that would be my go-to move. If there were invisible things in my house, I would just start like, Oh chucking. yeah. Yeah. I would just start chucking like ketchup on things, you know, and <laughs> ketchup. He goes, <laughs> he goes immediately for the condiments instead of like fucking looking for paint or something. You're like, yeah. ah! do you have paint lying around your house sack? No, I do you know don't. where there's ketchup paint. in the bottle. I know where there's paint in this house. Well, Anyway. But to get that, I have to go to the basement, which is a bad move for me if I'm being chased by some guy. Invisible force. Yeah, so you're fucked. So you should just grab the ketchup like me or mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Heinz, relax. Uh. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like shooting at this guy. No, yeah, it's a, it's a cool concept. I mean, it's interesting. It's just I could not watch this whole episode. I'm just watching this. I'm like, this is literally the plot of The Invisible Man. Um, some clever stuff here. I mean – some funny yeah you're kind of right like the animation style is just great like you know it's always top notch the music's great um it's funny watching batman just be thrown around in a fight where he's just like you can't see the other guy i mean he gets tossed yeah Yeah. he gets he gets pretty wrecked i mean he gets thrown into fucking cement uh and then he's battling with cement like on his body can't move to do yeah it'd be it'd be very hard to do the, the crook just leaves Batman, too, which I think is an interesting thing. Like, they have this whole big fight, and then Batman's like, ugh, and he, like, lays down in the dirt. And the criminal's like, tee-hee, I'm going to see you later. And he leaves the scene of the crime. It's like, just finish him off, man. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? Yeah, I um, I I think it's really funny that the, the whole fight where Batman gets absolutely wrecked is in a back room of this shop, but it's not an alley. But he escapes somehow. 
I couldn't figure it out. It's very, it's staged very strangely. Um, and there's only one patch of wet cement in the middle and a guy's like on his lunch break at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> He's yeah. just like, you know, Gotham city workers, man, this guy's probably a tough gig. Um, oh, oh my God. You got like a 50, 50 shot every night of going out and just getting iced. If you or, work in Gotham city, but you're also, you're also always employed, right? Cause the Batmobile is like running over stuff and the Joker is sure. blowing up the, no, the closest, um, city infrastructure or something. Yeah. Uh, you want to rate it and rank it? Yeah, let's do it. I don't really have anything else to say. It's it's a fine episode. It's definitely not anything that stands out super well besides the fact that there's that really weird Invisible Man comp that can be made, which is just strange. I wouldn't even say really weird. I would say like almost conspiracy level, like maybe they got Elizabeth Moss because of this episode. Oh, you think Jason Blum's like a big BTAS fan? And he's like... Yeah, like... He's like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm shocked, honestly, with with how much. So, you know me. I'm a fucking I'm a fucking dork and I'm constantly reading and looking up movie news. I am shocked that I did not hear about this whole Elizabeth Moss connection until right now. I know it blew your mind open. I saw it in your face. I, I like, was sitting on that info and I was like, I wonder if he knows. And then when you brought it up and I was like, well, funny thing. I was like, (laughs) hell yeah. Yeah. Like Elizabeth Moss, Batman, Invisible Man. Yeah. There's an article here from Screen Rant. Back in March of 2020. Says Invisible Man has turned out to be one of the most successful and scariest horror films of the year. But it turns out it's not the first time Elizabeth Moss played a role (laughs) like the threatened Cecilia. The Invisible Man is an explosive, modern update to H.G. Wells' classic monster story. Elizabeth Moss has given strong emotional performances in series like blah, 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 blah. Uh, but before superhero films were the norm and Christopher Nolan had been given Batman a refreshing makeover, Batman the Animated Series was seen as the most best takes on the Batman uh, the chronological. This article fucking blows. Fuck you, Screen Rants. Elizabeth Moss appears appears in the episode See No Evil as Kimmy Ventrix, the daughter of Lloyd Ventrix, a deranged errand boy turned thief who's gotten away with an invisibility suit. As much as Lloyd uses his invisibility to perform robberies, <laughs> he's more concerned about losing his daughter to his ex-wife. Uh, much like the Invisible Man, Elizabeth plays a character who is tricked into trusting her abuser who uses his invisibility power as a way to hold power over the women in their life. Uh, while the dynamic isn't entirely the same, both the Invisible Men in these stories are preoccupied with their children and the idea of their legacy living on. Um, that's crazy. So weird. That is so weird. <laughs> like, and here's the thing too, is that like Elizabeth Moss, I like her in a lot of the stuff that I've seen her in. Yeah. She's great in us. She's great in us. Apparently she's a bit of a nut job. She's a Scientologist. Um, is she? Yeah. I know. This Cal is the got second mad po- This is the second straight pod that you've done this. I know. Stop Come saying my me. Instagram Come handle at, me, at the end. <laughs> Come at me, bro. They will. Um, I know. <laughs> I'm fucked either way. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. But uh, I wonder if when Elizabeth Moss got cast in The Invisible Man, I wonder if she remembered. She had to, right? You got to imagine. Yeah. If you're like, this is kind of weird. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, funny story, Mr. Back Director. Up, back on Batman. <laughs> we did this yeah. last time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Are we still doing like the favorite screen? Favorite oh yeah, yeah. Still? Favorite, favorite, favorite still or moment from the episode. Favorite still or moment. Okay, I'm gonna go because I've got mine. Please. Um. It's the first time you see the Invisible Man take off the suit because it's, it's just a just flat, his head. It's just a flat shot of a brick wall, and then his head goes. Yeah. 
and then is the rest of his body like generates and I, I i laughed quite a bit at that i thought it was pretty cool i'm gonna go with the with the water tower being punctured and then seeing it's hard to animate droplets on sure. people and they did a really good job with that and then we get the nice kevin conroy peekaboo as he clocks him okay so rank it do we want to rank it or are you yeah, giving it a rating i mean i'd probably give it like six yeah six feels okay that sounds I mean, it's about like right. a, it's like a six yeah. for a batman episode but it's like a 10 for conspiracy theory you know <laughs> yeah oh yeah big time <laughs> all right so i'll read the rankings uh once through from the top since we're at the first episode and then for the rest of them we'll just kind of slot them in sound okay great okay uh batman the animated series ranked number 16 the underdwellers number 15 the forgotten number 14 i've got batman in my basement number 13 it's never too late number 12 cat in the claw part two number 11 be a clown number 10 on leather wings number nine pov number eight the cat in the claw part one number seven the last laugh number six two-face part two number five pretty poison number four nothing to fear number three christmas with the joker Number two, Two-Face Part 1, and number one, Heart of Ice. I would put this right above It's Never Too Late and below Cat in the Claw Part 2. I was thinking about that. I'm trying to think. It's Never Too Late's the one where it's the old the old mob boss, right? And his brother's the, the one-legged priest. Oof. <laughs> I think this is... This is worse than that i think I really that episode. Uh, i don't even yeah. remember it's never too late yeah i think i'd slot it underneath it's never too late because I, I i don't know the voice acting in this episode is not the best um but honestly it's, it's, it's definitely not better than clad in the call part two so you could kind of just throw it in wherever you want down there <laughs> batman saves one mob boss from assassination by another and with the help of the gangsters brother, no yeah yeah no it's never too late it's better because this is the one where like the, the mob boss's son is like hooked on heroin remember he's like in that he's in like the drug rehab hospital mm-hmm. and stuff that's like a real episode it's like a real episode it deals with real stuff okay I, I'm I again like I'm kind of I'm with you where it's like it's down there I just don't know where so <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it and we'll slot in um the invisible man what's this episode called see no evil see no, <laughs> I think you see no evil it. comes in at our new number 14 sounds feel good about that one I feel good about that yeah okay you talk about beware the great ghost yes oh yeah beware the great ghost written by Dennis O'Flaherty Tom Ruger and Garen Wolf, directed by Boyd Kirkland. Title card watch, not very good. No. In Can't fact, see it. it needs to be black and white. It needs they to be black up. and They fucked up on that one, and they really fuck up because literally seconds after the title card is the introduction of the episode, which is in black and white, and that has a cool it, title card. It already yeah. has a cool title card. <laughs> so uh, some interesting yeah. decisions made on this one. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to talk about this episode, so I'm going to do the plot synopsis so that we can get into it real quick. A young Bruce Wayne watches his favorite TV show, The Great Ghost, a show about a vigilante who strikes from the shadows. In the episode, the Mad Bomber leaves ransom notes all over the city of Piedmont while blowing up buildings. In Gotham, Batman and Gordon find similar coordinated attacks from their very own Mad Bomber. Bruce awakens from a dream and recalls the TV episode. Bruce seeks out a copy of the TV episode to research the case, but the local archives do not have it. The film studio burned down, and there are no copies of the show. 
Bruce and Alfred do a lookup of actors who played in the in the ghosts. I don't know why I said the ghost. It's called Who Played in the Grey Ghost. Uh, and the actor's name is Simon Trent. They discover that he's living right here in Gotham City. Simon Trent is being hounded by Mr. Dickovich's landlord for rent. And Simon's agent calls and tells him that he didn't get another part because he's being typecast as Grey Ghost. Trent lashes out and sells all of his Grey Ghost memorabilia to pay his uh, rent on time. When he wakes up in the morning, all of his ghost stuff is returned with a note from Batman to meet at that night. Trent, while pleading, um, sorry, while pleading with Trent to help remember how the bombs were done in the show, and then Trent hears a buzzing sound that leads to an explosion as he's talking to Batman. Back at Trent's, Simon gives Batman the episode on film and demands that he leaves, and Batman declares that he used to admire what the Grey Ghost stood for, and now he doesn't. Bruce watches the episode at home and learns that the uh, bombs are remote control cars with explosives and that it that is how they've been slipping past the police. That night, Batman thwarts another bomb attack but is almost blown up. Thankfully, though, he is saved by the Grey Ghost himself. Batman invites him to assist with dusting the toy car for Prince and they speed away in the Batmobile pursued by more bomb cars. At the Batcave, Batman shows Trent his Grey Ghost collection, claiming that it was him and his dad's favorite show and their favorite hero. The Mad Bomber is revealed to be Trent's pawn shop broker that he sold all of his memorabilia to, and Batman and the Grey Ghost stop him and blow up his pawn shop for good measure. The Grey Ghost is released on home video, uh, and Bruce Wayne waits in line to get a copy signed by Trent. As he walks away, he tells him that the same sentiment that Batman did, that the Grey Ghost was his hero and still is. Beware the Grey Ghost. We should say, before we start talking about the episode... Uh, Grey Ghost, Simon Trent, voiced by the legendary Adam West, mm. and, which is just such a cool get, such a cool concept for them yeah. to do. Um, but also sure. really sad because both Adam West and Kevin Conroy have now departed this plane of existence. So it was really surreal for me to watch this episode this time around without either of them being um, in the lexicon of, of voice acting actively, which is kind of crazy. But still really cool. One of my One of my favorite episodes from recent memory that we've talked about. It's not one that I revisit as much as I should is my first take on it. I actually found myself really enjoying the episode while I watched it. But I'm going to turn it over to you. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I really like the concept. Is this a um, is this based on a comic? Nope. So this is an original concept that they did for the show. Okay, yes. this is one of the best episodes I think I think of, I've seen of the show. Um, 100%. Primarily just due to the the – the talent that they got with Adam West, but then in addition to just having such a really unique concept of Batman admiring a hero when he was younger, because I don't feel like you see that very often. And the fact that they utilize that to be like, OK, um, it's not just a hero, but we're also examining this would make a great movie like this would make a great percent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not like a great Batman movie, but like imagine like and I'm not saying that they should make this movie, but I'm saying like. Imagine a Joker type movie, like a Todd Phillips Joker style movie, but it's a one off a movie about like this vigilante. It doesn't even have to be fucking be Batman, but like it makes it even more important that it is Batman that respects this hero from a bygone era. And the two of them end up working together to solve a crime. Now, I have one big problem. The villain. It's the terrible. villain is trash. And yeah. I think that that and there's a, there's really a... hurts this episode. It does, but it doesn't because it's only a minute. I clocked it. He's, he barely shows up at the end when it's finally revealed. And by that point, it doesn't really even matter. Like he's just a device to finish the episode. 
Yeah. So, but it's I not the biggest. It's not the biggest complaint in the world, but it, it does, should have been the I, landlord. It should have been. <laughs> like, I think it could have been no villain. I think that the idea of them like researching like this thing, like this old mystery together, I think would have been way more compelling than have this kid with with road, roller cars. Yeah, you need you need some type of reason for why it's happening. I do love the similarities in the opening where everything that's happening on the episode of Grey Ghost is also happening in Gotham. And it's like shot for shot recreated, like Grey Ghost jumping off a building, Batman jumps off a building. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So you do have to tie it to the the episode somehow. Um, But yeah, no, the villain sucks. But I almost don't even really want to talk about it. I mean, how good is Adam West in this? Like he's just heartbreaking when he's like. When he's like lashing out at his stuff and then he takes it and then he gets back and he sits in the chair and he's like and he's like, well, what does he say? He's like, well, old chum, you help pay the rent for the last time or something, something like that. Like that, Yeah, really good. And also just like. Excellent voice acting from Kevin Conroy, you can tell he's like really excited to meet this guy, you know, mm-hmm. finally. And then like he kind of finds out that he sucks. It's like the Guardians of the Galaxy meeting Kevin Bacon. They're like, oh, an actor. But. Yeah, I don't know. An I just, actor. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really dig it. I think it's such a cool concept. It is. The animation's really awesome. The Grey Ghost costume design is also really so cool. cool. Yeah, it, it's very, uh, it, it's Art Deco in a, in a way, like the old yeah, King, noir. Like, very old noir style hero. Um, I love the goggles. Like I, like it's super, super cool. I love how stylized it is. Like when he shows up, like coming from the shadows at like, it's like a almost three-fourths of the way through the episode like he shows up and he's like backlit for the first time with color because at that point you'd only seen him in black and white but he shows yeah. up but under the color of the moon or whatever it's really really fucking tight um yeah and then uh yeah it's really really good the villain sucks but then you get the great ending which i think is fantastic which was the book signing like i just think that that's yeah. such a cool way to cap the the thing off like to get this guy I love that they said home video. You remember when we used to go buy VHS tapes? I think that's sick. Coming um, soon to video. It's cool. It's also like, I feel like it's so metatextual now too, though. You know, because like I watched this episode and the whole point of the episode is to remember Simon Trent as an actor for his most famous role. And this episode made me want to watch the 66 Batman show because that's what I think of when I think of Adam West. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, I'm in like this weird cyclical batman thing where i'm like watching animated shows and all this kind of stuff it's just it's cool how it feeds into the mythology while also just delivering something entirely nuanced in in batman history and if you play the arkham games and you go to Arkham Knight, uh in in that game they go to a film studio and that's where the bat cave is i don't know if you remember this but every time you take the elevator to go to the bat cave in arkham knight there's a gray ghost poster really i don't remember this at all why would you be looking for it? You know what I mean? But now you are. So now I will be looking for that. I mean, like the first time I played that game and I saw it, I was like, Oh, that's really cool. And like, there's, there's great ghost posters in Arkham city and stuff too, because of Paul Dini and his connection to this show. It's just really, it's become some type of like really subliminal super Batman nerd, you know, about the great ghost, which is sick. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really, 
glad that we got one good episode out of this this episode of Radio Vision. <laughs> so, and I'm glad you finally got to see it. I didn't want to tell you anything about it before you yeah, saw I'm it. Yeah, I'm glad you so. did. I'm glad you did, and I'm glad I didn't know much about it. Um, it's cool. Yeah, it's a really, really great episode. Lots of really awesome stuff here. Um, just the visual style, I think. This is one of the most striking visual episodes because it has so much contrast. There's the black and white stuff. There's the Gotham stuff, the Batcave stuff, the typical stuff you see from BTOS or whatever. But then... There's some awesome stuff in this where they play with fire. There's a yep. lot of fire in this episode, and that looks so fucking sick. Yeah. Animation style. It's so Yeah. Cool. Speaking of which, what what would you say your favorite um, animation seller moment is visually? Um, I'm still going to give it to, if not the opening title, the opening title sequence where you see the Grey Ghost for the first time where it's shot in black and white and everything. If yeah, it's not, got a catchy little song, too. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It's very like swashbuckling. Yeah. yeah. Beware the gray ghost. I like that guy. It's like, uh, couldn't you see them doing like a werewolf by night style thing for the gray ghost on HBO? James Max? Gunn, James Gunn, get on Ooh. that. Yeah. Ben Affleck is the gray ghost. <laughs> oh my God. That would be hilarious. Robert I'm Pattinson. The fucking gray ghost. <laughs> Robert Pattinson is Batman and then Ben Affleck is the gray ghost. Or. <laughs> Keaton, Keaton as the like gray ghost actually oh, okay, makes yeah, the most that. sense. Um, that'd be actually – wait, I actually really like that idea. Bitch it. It's a good idea. Yeah, so if not that, then it's the scene of him when he and Batman meet for the first time in that street, and he's like backlit by the moon. I just think that's a really fucking beautiful shot. Yeah, 100%. I like the – um. it's not a single moment or shot, but it's like a sequence, which is – um, uh, uh, almost like a Michael Bay camera rotation around Bruce watching the show. And then he becomes young Bruce again, watching it. And then it yeah. circles back around and he's making the same face. Really cool. Really plays with the, you know, the kid at heart and all of us, which is really cool. For sure. Um, we got to rank this bad boy. This is going to, yeah. this, I think this is going to crack the top 10 for me. hundred percent. Oh, it's easy. How, top high 10. We, how high you want to go. Easy top 10. I would top put five this for me, please. Our top five is number five is Pretty Poison. Number four is Nothing to Fear. Number three is Christmas with the Joker. Number two, Heart of Ice, part one. And number one is Heart – or number two is Two-Face, part one. Number one is Heart of Ice. I think this would be, for me, I think I might have to go underneath Christmas with the Joker. So maybe it jumps in front of Pretty Poison. Mm, so that would jump it above Nothing to Fear. Yeah. I don't think that this is better than Nothing to Fear. That's a good point. That is the only Scarecrow episode we've seen, correct? I think so. Okay. That is I just really think good. that that's that, a good episode. It is good. Nothing to Fear has really great emotional stuff and a really compelling villain and stuff. Yeah, I, the villain does suck in this. All right, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Underneath yeah, I think Nothing this, to Fear. I think this is an easy number five. I think it's better than Pretty Poison, but I don't think it's anywhere close to Nothing to Fear. I actually think the gap between this and Nothing to Fear is pretty substantial. But it's really good enough to make the top five. Okay, I agree with that for now. For now. But room for more. <laughs> <laughs> Beware the Gray Ghost is your new number five, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to Adam West and Kevin Conroy. You guys are awesome. Why does no one do the bat dance anymore? Did you see Cal's TikTok that he sent us of Batman doing the bat dance to Goodbye Horses? I did. <laughs> So good. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, let's talk about some shit, shall we? 
Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. This one, this episode is gonna fall into the blur zone. For I might read the I might read the Wikipedia synopsis instead because I'm looking at my own synopsis and it's pretty rough. But I'm gonna try. It. It's pretty rough. Uh, Prophecy of Doom, written by Dennis Marks and Sean Derrick, directed by Frank Frank Power. Prophecy of Doom title card, kind of cool. The eclipse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I like it. The font. I do like the title card. Very spooky. And then you actually find out the context of the episode and you're like, what? All right, here's our two-minute plot synopsis. Bear with me, folks. Just think about the gray ghost while I while I read this. Uh, a gambling cruise. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fuck, that's so funny. A gambling cruise is sabotaged by a bomb. Uh, by a bomb. Bruce is out to dinner with some uh, old friends and hears about a figure named Nostromos, a cold prophet who advises rich people. Bruce is invited to a banquet to meet this man. Uh, Bruce and the friend's daughter, Lisa, are skeptical about Nostromos, and she explains to Bruce that her dad is in an inner circle of the cult called the Brotherhood. It's weird that we talked about Scientology on this episode, too. Um, mm, now you're going to get it. <laughs> I know. Whatever. We go down together, baby. You and me. That's right. Uh, Nostromos hams it up uh, at the banquet and claims that Bruce Wayne will die. Uh, Bruce Wayne learns that Nostromos is formerly an arrested actor named Carl Fowler, and that his partner is a former special effects artist. Bruce's personal elevator at work is uh, attacked with acid in an attempt to murder him to make good on the promise from Nostromos that he would die. Luckily, he changes to Batman and escapes pretty quickly. Uh, It is revealed that Nostromos is indeed a con artist and Batman fakes interest in the Brotherhood uh, as Bruce Wayne's to get inside the inner circle. Bruce then learns that Nostromos convinced the Brotherhood uh, to give him more of their money for safekeeping during an economic crisis called the Great Fall also known as 2008. Nostromos <laughs> tricks the brothers into giving him $63 million and then holds Lisa hostage until her father signs to convert the funds into gold bullion. Batman arrives to save Lisa. Hijinks ensue, and he catches Nostromos and his partner before they can kill her. Nostromos is sent to jail for life and all is well. Um, yeah, Prophecy of Doom. Remember when we talked about uh, the Underdwellers? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and how we were like, maybe there's some times when you're developing a television show where you just have stuff on the whiteboard and then you realize you got to fill out a season. And so st- some stuff just makes the cut. I think like Pyramid Scheme foiled by Batman was like a note on the writer's room board. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a huge fan of this episode. I would actually say that <laughs> that I think this might be the worst episode that we've watched so far. I think I might like Underdwellers more than this. But let's talk about the episode a little bit. What were your thoughts? Yeah, it's not very good. I mean, it's boring. It, it, it's not. There's nothing really exciting happening. The villain is very is boring. hot garbage. Um, Nostromos is a good name, though. Well, every time they said the name, I kept thinking of the ship from Alien from the board game. The like Nostromo? The, yeah, the Nostromo. Every time they said that, I was like, oh, yeah, board game. And I was like, I kept thinking, thinking of uh, what's the guy in the SpongeBob hash slinging slasher that keeps flicking? Oh, Nosferatu. Nosferatu. <laughs> Nosferatu. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Um, just not a really entertaining episode. I th- also think, I don't know how you feel about this, but this is one of the only episodes I think. It's really, it's really, really close with under underdwellers. But this is one of the only episodes of this whole show where I, the visual quality of it stuck out to me too. Where I don't think this yeah. episode looks particularly good. Um, like I like half of it's in like that planetarium. 
You know what I mean? A lot of it's in the planetarium with straight black backdrops, like whether they're at sea. The one shot that I couldn't believe was actually in this actual actual this fucking episode was the shot of the cruise ship sh- sinking where it sinks at about a thousand miles an hour. And it's so like quick. a cartoon. It's like and I was yeah. like, that looks terrible. And like it looks really bad. And it's it looks like they just had to sell and they had some guy like move it and like shake it as it went down to the water. Like it doesn't look I just think this episode was very cheap looking, cheap looking, cheaply written, not very entertaining, not really anything to write home about. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just not not really good. I also think that this episode, uh, the fact that it follows the um, Beware the Great Ghost. Tough digging, act to follow. It's a tough act to follow. A this real is like, tough act to follow. This episode's like, this episode's like fucking, <laughs> this episode's like Daniel Tosh going on after fucking Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I don't know, I don't know if you want to do that. That's probably not the best thing to do. Wouldn't advise you to follow that act, um, especially, maybe, maybe they were just hoping that at this point, like, you, you're so fucking horny from Beware the Great Ghost that you're not watching this episode, you're just beating your dick furiously. Um, and not paying attention to what's on the screen, but I don't know. What did you think about this episode? <laughs> uh, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan. Um, I will say that I do think this is one of the first times in memory of my life where I became aware of being conned where people are faking things mm. to get your money. Right. So that's kind of cool. So, I mean, maybe it taught, <laughs> maybe it taught me a lesson. Uh, <laughs> And now it's just uh, now it's just the girls on Tinder that want to sell you crypto. <laughs> no, it's the, yeah, it's that and the OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. can you imagine Nostromos with an OnlyFans? He would just clean up. He'll be cleaning up. Nostromos does feet pics. Hundred percent. Yeah, with the robe on, it's just a little toes popping out from under the robe. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a show for families. Um, <laughs> no, I I don't really think there's much else to say. It's. It's not middle tier, it's lower tier, 100%. But it's oh, not it's as easy low, lower it's, tier. It's lower tier than Ceno Evil, which actually has some like cool visuals. So Oh, we need yeah. we need to have the we need to have the real great debate here. Is this worse than Underdwellers? Remind me what happens in Underdwellers again. So it's there's the, a guy named the Sewer King. Oh, this is uh this is better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the Rat King. What's it called? The Sewer King? The Sewer King. Yeah, yeah that fucking the kid, the elf the kid, the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, I think this is better than that. Is it better than the thing that's above that? The Forgotten? I don't think so. Because the Forgotten is the one with the homeless people getting kidnapped, right? And Bruce Wayne. The Forgotten is the one where he's like in a mine. I mean that's yeah. pretty that's pretty bad, but this is worse than that. I think that but this the, is your new the, number Yeah, but the Forgotten has that cool moment where he has the um, epiphany in the funhouse with all the weird mirrors where he can't remember who he is. Yeah, and then it also has the cool visuals of him fighting all the guys in the mine. Yeah, this is easily worse than the Forgotten. I think that this is your new number eighteen. I think it's better than Underdwellers, but just barely, like literally barely. And I think that it's not. I do want to see Sewer King and Nostromos in like a cage fight, though. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Actually, this just broke on Twitter, but that's going to be the first DCEU project after <laughs> after Aquaman 2 is is cage like the match. Legion of Supervillains, but it's the Rat King and Nostromos. Perfect. 
It's Sounds Benedict great. Cumberbatch as Nostromos and uh, Danny DeVito as the Rat King. I think I think I like both of those castings, honestly. I would like to buy a ticket to your movie, sir. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, well, that's all we really have for this these three episodes, I think. Uh, next time on Radio Vision, we got a doozy for you, folks. We have another two-parter. We have Feet of Clay Part 1 and Feet of Clay Part 2. And then we also have, as our third episode next week, a Paul Dini original script, Joker's Favor, which Ooh. is, spoiler alert, the first appearance of one Harley Quinn. Ooh. So we will have a fun Clayface and Harley Quinn uh, episode yeah. next time on Radio Vision. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in, listening to us talk about one really good episode. Um <laughs> I do love this show, all jokes aside. But oh, I mean, it's great. They yeah, can't I mean, all it's be not, not, not exactly. Not all of it's going to be fucking Oscar worthy. You know? Yeah, they can't all be Christmas with the Joker. Um, again, if you like the show, check us out on Radiovania.com uh, or hit up Radiovania Show or Radiovania on Twitter. Uh, and then send us questions. Do you like Prophecy of Doom? Are we crazy? Did you know that Elizabeth Moss was in See No Evil and then reprised her role in Invisible Man? Send us these comments and concerns at radiovisionshow yes, at gmail.com. Zach, thank you for joining me. Thank really you for having me. It's always it's always tonight. fun time. Love being here. Love being Batman. Talking. I'm excited to talk about my guy Clayface next next time. Uh, you know, I, you know I love so, me the Clayface. I have very little exposure to Clayface. I think I've only seen him in a handful of Batman properties, mostly the Arkham games, and then in the the one one of the episodes of Batman the animated series that I've I've seen like multiple times, which is. The, the the one of the most famous episodes that I almost caught Batman or whatever that episode. Oh, almost got him. Almost got him. Yeah. Mm. So I've seen him in that too. So. Yep. He is in that at the end. I forgot. That's but uh, yeah, limited exposure. That's to a Clay great Chase. episode. I can't wait to talk about that one. Yeah. I mean, I can already tell you that's that's that's, that's a, top tier. <laughs> that's top tier. Um. Yeah. Excited to talk about Clayface. Excited to get a little bit more and, exposure. Feet of Clay Part 1 is written by our guy Dick Seabast. So, Seabast Hive, we up? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Seabast. Seabast Hive. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so we're coming up on the holiday stretch here. We've got yeah. a few weeks. Um, so here's the know. thing I, I need to talk to you about because we are approaching a holiday. Um, if we continue our streak of doing three episodes, we only have two more episodes of Radio Vision before we're done with season one. I think we could do it. Do you want? Uh, do you want to do two and then take a hiatus for the holidays and then uh, decide if we're gonna go right into season two or if we're gonna do a different show on Radio Vision for a little bit? No, oh, I think we just keep going through Batman, man. Oh, you just want to chug all the way. Yeah, through. I think we do all the whole series. Don't break it up. Mm, yeah, just keep mm, going. Mm. There's so many episodes. I just looked at them all. It's good. <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can talk about it, but I'm I'm down to just finish out the year and finish season one. That that feels real fresh coming into the new year, having a whole new season to talk about. Yeah, coming into the new year uh, and talking about some of the A plus stuff at the beginning of season two, baby. So good. Laughing fish. It's just yeah. My fish, of course. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for joining me. Thanks again for listening, everyone out there. Um, please join us again in the future. Same bat podcast, same back podcast feed. And uh, Zach.
Give me. <laughs> oh, I'm doing quotes. On yeah, these? we're gonna. Oh shit. Well, it might not be a quote. Give me your best impression of Nostromos trying to get people to listen to Radiovania. Oh my god. I'm struggling <laughs> to even remember what his voice sounds like. Just use your own voice. That's fine. <laughs> hey everybody, it's me, Nostromos. <laughs> Villain from the Batman the Animated Series. You should listen to Radio Vision on on podcast feeds of your choice. A booga 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 booga. <laughs> Watch out! I'm gonna take off my wig. I'm balding. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks. Nicely done. <laughs>